Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss welcome to the off menu podcast taking the bubbling cheese of chat and dipping in the chunky bread of humor and chewing it with the mouth, chewing it with our mouths, James. I thought you were going to pour the hot cheese of chat over the nachos of humour. Oh, that would be good. Maybe I'll do. I mean, I'm always looking for ones to do. That'll be the next one. Yes, pouring the cheese of chat over the nachos of humour and sprinkling on the coriander of conversation. No, and sharing it with all sharing of our it with all of our friends. Yes. Well, James, it's the Off Menu Podcast. That's all we need to know, really, isn't it? Yes. We own a dream restaurant. Ed is the maitre d'. I am a genie waiter. And we ask our guest, their favourite ever, starter, main course, dessert, side dish and drink. Not in that order. And this week's guest is... Bob Bob Mortimer. Bob Mortimer. Of course, you know who Bob Mortimer is. I do. You know, but the listener, I mean, we don't need to explain who Bob Mortimer is. Comedy legend. Comedy Comedy royalty. Yes, yes, yes. Done so many great shows. Uh, A lot of great shows with Vic Reeves. Reeves, uh, A lot of other amazing shows. Great fishing show. Great fishing shows with Paul Whitehouse, of course. Yes. And on that show, they say, and away. Yes, they do. Uh, And that is also the title of Bob's new book. Yes, Bob Mortimer's life story. An autobiography. Uh, Finally, he's a national treasure. Everyone wants to know Bob's life story. And finally, you can sit down and read it in his brand new book. And hopefully we'll get a little bit of uh, bits of that life story in this episode uh, of Off Menu, where we're going to be asking Bob... His dream menu. I'm very excited to have him on, James. Can't wait. He's spoke about food every now and again on the shows that he's been on. Um, you know, people, uh, I've really enjoyed hearing his personal life stories when he was on Would I Lie to You. So, like, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what he chooses. However, Ed, if he chooses the secret ingredient. I don't want to do the secret ingredient this week. Oh, I love Bob on. Mortimer. I don't want this, to kick him out. Come on, man. I know you don't want to, but 
I think we should oh, do man. it. I All think right. We've got to. Fair's fair. Oh, I'd be so sad if we have to kick Bob Mortimer out. Yes, yes. It would be a big shame, actually. All right, we'll do I'll a secret ingredient. Okay. And it is Fisherman's, Fisherman's Friends. Friends. Fisherman's Friends. Imagine. Imagine if he gets caught out by that. Because he's a fisherman. Yes. He fishes with his friend. Yeah, just to be clear, if he has Paul Whitehouse, like, you know, there, yeah. we're not going to kick him out. It's no, not, no, it's no, not no, your no. friend who you fish with. No, exactly. But if he says he wants Paul Whitehouse as a menu item, yeah. then we might have to kick him out. If he's going to eat Paul Whitehouse, yeah. yes. Yeah, that, yeah. That but is. we kick him out, but that's for other reasons. Maybe that's just across all the episodes. Can- yeah. Cannibalism in general is we will kick you out. Specifically of Paul Whitehouse. Yeah. Oh, I, don't know. I-, I would say with anyone. Okay, sure. But all like, right. you can be just with Paul Whitehouse. But that's the, you know, I reckon there are people out there who, who might use the dream restaurant to say, I'd really like to know what human tastes like because it's mm. a safe environment. I think we'll have that one day. Yeah, maybe. That's the sort of thing Richard Herring would have done. Yeah, actually, if he ever gets back on this. Yeah. He'll, he'll want to eat your person, I imagine. Yeah. But uh, we're saying Fisherman's Friend, as in like the, 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 like the nuclear strong mints. Yes. That fishermen... Is that what they are? Are they mints? No, I thought they were like they're vitamin tablets or something. Yeah, or actually, that sounds sucky. about right. Yeah, they're, all, they're, they're, they're horrible. We don't know what it is. Yeah, they do taste savoury, but also, oh, they're, they are horrible. Right. Oh, they are strong menthol lozenges, James. Benita's just told us. Okay, well, I, but then I think there's something in what you said as well. So maybe there's something out there that's like that. But either way... Yeah, I don't like if he picks him, friends. he's I've out. Had, I've had him. Um, if he does pick him, he's out. I'm right. afraid. Sorry, Bob. Well, let's crack on. Oh, I'm on tour, by the way, next year. Oh, yeah? Yeah, show's called Electric. Very excited about it. edgamble.co.uk for tickets. I thought I'd get the plug in in the intro this week. Yes. Because quite often you put things in an outro of a podcast, people don't make it. Sure. So I'm getting it in now. Understood. I think that's very wise of you, and I applaud it. Thank you very much. But let's crack on with the off-menu menu of Bob, Bob Mortimer. Mortimer. Bob Mortimer, welcome to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you for having me. Get in. <laughs> welcome, Bob Mortimer, to the Dream Restaurant. We've been expecting you for some time. <laughs> this genie. Yes. Do you, do you, you picture yourself as a, one of the topless ones? Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, it's your dream restaurant, so it's up to you, really. Yeah, that's true. Topless, yeah. please. Yes, absolutely. May I? May I have topless? Yeah. Um, football shorts and cowboy boots. Yes. <laughs> yes, you may. What colour are the football shorts and the cowboy boots? The football shirts are red and the cowboy boots are blue. Yes, oh, absolutely. Lovely. You can have with that. white detailing. Yeah, and a good kick on the heel. Red for Middlesbrough. Could be. Could I mean, be. it could be any of the red teams, but I can. I the Middlesbrough Football Club genie. Yes. <laughs> who, who, can, who can affect play once in a match. Oh, that's great. So when do you choose him? I guess. <laughs> once. Well, it depends how much he can affect play, because if you save it right to the end and then go, <laughs> they score 50 goals, then that feels like... Yeah. No, I, I think he can affect one passage of play. Yes. Right. Well, when you say affect play, like, how much do you mean? Because, like, is, like, you know, given the whole of the opposition... Like explosive diarrhea affecting play, or yeah, is that that's good, or, or is it more tactical stuff? I that think that would... if he gave them more diarrhea, that would affect more than one play, yes. So, I'm thinking maybe you know, at a penalty kick, 
he could collapse the keeper into yeah. just a pile of clothes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For example, I don't, it would be quite fun, the crowd singing, play the genie. Yeah. <laughs> no, do you know what I mean? Please, yeah. for fuck's sake, get the genie. <laughs> Why have they not played the genie? What's the point of having a genie if they're not going to play? Are you imagining the genie yeah. sat on the sub bench He's as well? He's kept him on the bench yeah. all night. <laughs> Everyone sees the genie warming up at the side. Like, oh, they, they Here we the go. <laughs> the other team absolutely terrified, wondering who's going to be collapsed into a pile of clothes this week. <laughs> Got his top off. I think there are some rules that could be. Do you think it, instead of a yellow card, maybe a player has to carry a garden spade for five minutes? <laughs> Someone yeah, <laughs> you'd think twice about fouling yeah. someone. You definitely you just, would. Yeah, yeah, this will be <laughs> awkward. Having to carry a spade around. Spade, spade player. <laughs> Everyone laughing at him. Yeah, um, sorry, that's football. But it's a metal is spade. Yeah, real traditional. I'm, Heavy, do you know yeah. what, James? I'm going to say shovel. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what if they then foul again? If they foul twice, it's not just back to the spade, is it? What, mm. what is there instead of a red card? Well, I'm tempted to say two spades. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if they foul again and they use the spade? Uh, you don't want to give them another spade. That's just asking for trouble. You're asking isn't it? for more trouble. And of course, then the FA is getting into trouble. Yeah. Or you would, James, for introducing the role. I would, yeah, be yeah. my fault. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the actual seed of this yeah. decapitation yeah. was James. Yeah, they go back and go, oh, it's his fault. Bob, are you a foodie? Um, I'm, I, I, I snack a lot. I, have a, I yeah. eat a lot of food. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, grazing all yeah. through the day. You know, Kit Kat, Packer Crisps, Seabrook's Crisps. Do you no, like them? I, I've, ne- I've never had Seabrook's Crisps. No. I'm aware of Seabrook's Describe Crisps. Describe them. They're, they're um, traditional crisps, you know, they're yeah. not like this kettle nonsense. Yes. They are a proper, like, cr- you know, juvenile crisp. Yeah. But they're very fatty and very salty. Mm-hmm. They're very indulgent crisp, you know. Okay. Kind of like, you must get this a lot with the, the old fellas that, um, that come on. Kind of like crisps used to be. <laughs> we, we haven't got this a lot with the old fellas who have no. come on. You're the first person who said about how crisps used to be. Um, so you've noticed the changing of crisps over time and you've not necessarily Yeah, I think, I think for, for very obvious reasons now, they shout about less fat and yeah. less salt and so yeah. on. So yeah. you have a fond memory of when they were really very dirty, a very dirty <laughs> thing. <laughs> so you, that's what you like? You like a dirty crisp? I like dirty crisps, yeah, and your dirty cheeses yeah. and the dirty sausages. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? The skinless. Yeah. Just skinless, skinless sausages. sausages. Do you know the ones no. that... Actually, I don't know what you mean. I don't know why I acted like I Yeah, did. you agreed straight. I mean, you yes and did that, but yes. you've got no what? idea. No. <laughs> skinless sausages? I don't know it's what that the is. The wall skinless is, um, yeah. you know, it never bends. <laughs> you know, it never disappoints. It's uh, So, like, yeah, snack. I don't go out restaurants much. Uh-huh. That's a real treat for me. I was like maybe two or three times a year. I go into town maybe twice a year, and I have a meal with Matt Berry and Reese Shearsmith. Interesting. Lovely. Now, why is it that lineup every year? Because we, we uh, it, it's under the name of being like a gossip club, and, <laughs> and we gossip about all the other comedians. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's Matt Berry bringing to the table there? I mean, like Matt Berry. Fair enough, we all respect him, but I don't see him hanging out with a lot of comics and getting the goss. <laughs> <laughs> no, but none of us are. None of us hanging, <laughs> to be fair. Around, hanging around the comics. <laughs> but we're more like. Members of the public. Oh, no, so you're, do you know you're, what I mean? So you're no, discussing gossip that, that everyone knows. Useless, yeah, yeah, yeah. What was he doing? You know, like why on earth did it, was that commissioned? You know, and um, so I enjoy that. 
Yeah. And um, you know, a lot of other comedians are doing that sort of stuff on WhatsApp groups. Every day. It's lovely that you guys save it up for once or twice a year at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I imagine the three of you have uh, some disdain for WhatsApp groups and the like. I've no disdain for social media, I, but I've, I've penetrated Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm beginning to learn Instagram and yeah. the, I don't know the, the, the rest. WhatsApp group, that sounds quite technical. <laughs> yeah. Is there a, a name of, for this club? No, the gossip um, boys. Well, we're always our, we're always then the, the conclusion of every meeting is, is who is sitting at the top of the lucky table. That, that's <laughs> the so we could call it the lucky table club. What does that mean? That's like the, the comic luckiest. who's doing the well at the or, or out of you three, the comic who's doing the best but not Doesn't, on merit. Right? Okay. The yeah, the lucky yes. table. I get that. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 So. It's who, just a bit of fun. Who has it been in the past? <laughs> I, I'm not saying. Yeah, you were saying you like to snack a lot, and you like like stuff that are a bit dirty. Um, yeah. We did notice when you arrived here, you brought yes. a takeaway coffee with you. I did, and you um, there were a lot of sachets of sugar that you opened and put in the coffee that we didn't mention at the time. So we thought we're about to do a food podcast. We'll ask him during that. That. Yeah. How many sugars did you put? I in think that? I put six in that one. Yeah. <laughs> but James, when I were young. Yeah. I used to put in 16 sugar. <laughs> I, I, and I promise I did. And um, it, the, the only ever so slightly amusing thing about that story is that um, if I put 17 in, and you can lose count, yeah. it was too sweet for me. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I've, I've, no, absolutely true. I think it was because, I, you know, writing this book, yeah. you start thinking of things. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, my, my, my dad died in a car crash when I was like seven something. And I think I started taking all these sugars then, so I was probably something uh-huh. something of a... Because it's mood-altering, isn't it, I think? Yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. So I think that's what... So that started the sugars. I think it might be the link with it. And I'm down to six, five, you, you know, now. Was that gradual or was that... Very, you, just, very you didn't get rid of ten all, all at once? No, over these years, 40, 50 years or whatever. So, yeah, on my deathbed, maybe they'll offer me a tea and I'll say, no sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that... <laughs> Also, I noticed your technique is you put a lot in at once. <laughs> yeah. Then... I mean, it was, it was a sustained... You were putting sugar, sugar after sugar in to the point that James... Clock, I saw James clock it <laughs> yes. and then about to say something. And I did... I mean, you would have noticed this, Bob. I did have to stop James asking you about the sugars because did, we yes. were about to record this and I knew it would be a great chat. And then after that happened, there was a little pause... Yeah. And then another one went in. No, there was yeah. the stir. You stirred it for a while. You, that, that's a cappuccino, is that right? It's quite a cap- frothy top. Quite a frothy top. And what happens, it's um, quite exciting, really, because if you know the foam on the top, you yeah. may have noticed because you saw it. About your first four yep. stay on the top, and then they suddenly break through, and it's like a little sinkhole. Yeah, I did. Yeah, it was exciting. It. <laughs> it is quite exciting, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, sugar. But then um, you stirred it. Yeah. So you, it went in like a sinkhole, and I'd say this was probably at... Four or five. Yeah. And you stirred it for a while until it had all stirred in completely and you had this like consistent froth on the top, one colour froth. Yep. And then you put another in, another yeah. sugar in. Yeah. Now is that is that a regular that you you do it until a point, then you stir it, and then the final one goes in. Do you know I've separate. never forensically examined it, but whatever you saw, yeah, because I wasn't thinking, is yes. obviously what I tend to do. It's what you like. It's what I like. It's like you were keeping the coffee on its toes. Like, you, you were letting the coffee know, like, that's all the sugar, and it was like, yeah. it relaxed, and you're like, no, there's yeah. one more. Surprise it. It's one more to come. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned your book, Bob Mortimer. And away. And away, yeah. And away. 
Is that, is that how it's supposed to be pronounced? It is, because it's a um, catchphrase yeah. from uh, a fishing show that I do. Yes. Do either of you have catchphrases? Not yet. Yes. You, do you have a catchphrase? You'll, yeah, Bob will be hearing it later. Oh, yeah, I suppose. <laughs> within, the, within the podcast, I guess there are, there are catchphrases. Yes, of yeah. course, there are, aren't yes. there? I do like food, is, was your question. I do. Yes. I, I'm not a foodie. I have no great knowledge of food. Yeah. But... Um, I'm very, I'm very, very, very fond. It's like a life-enhancing thing. Mm-hmm. You know the times when you suddenly think, oh, what? I, re- I need beans on toast desperately. <laughs> yeah. And it's lovely to satisfy that mm. need. Or liver. I really like lamb's liver. Uh-huh. So liver and potato or something. How often yeah. do you get the liver itch? I'd say the liver might be once every three months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it calls loud and sharp. Yeah. Um, beans very often. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soft-boiled eggs. You know those comforty things. But it's yeah. nice that you can actually sate it by just going to a cupboard. Well, what do you do, though? You, you, you were talking about fishing. If you're out fishing and then you suddenly get, oh, I want some beans, I want some liver. Yeah. You're stuck by a river. Stuck by I didn't mean yeah. to rhyme that. But, like, but like <laughs> what, what, what do you do in that situation? Well, you know, that what is it? What's that word? It's very common now, like deferred gratification. Uh-huh. So it just makes that liver sing even more yeah. when it lands on your plate, you know? You, you can get it. Yeah. You can get liver. Yeah. You can get liver. Not as, not as easy as you could. Ox tongue. I used to cook ox tongues with me mum. Yeah. And, um, you know, whole tongue. It's very, yeah. very delicious thing. But, um, How big is it? About that big. They are big. That's massive. I've got one in my freezer. Have you got one in the freezer? I've got a tongue in the freezer. Shall yeah. you cook it? Yeah. <laughs> or just, do you just want it that's frozen? I just like to know it's there. Yeah. No, it's very reassuring, isn't it? If there's a burglar or something. Yeah. <laughs> I can whip the tongue out. <laughs> Must be quite tempting to, like, just have it hanging out of the freezer drawer so you open it like a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if it's that big. How should I cook it, though? Because I, I was, I would be honest, Bob, I was sent it by a company because I said on the podcast I've always wanted to have tongue. And they sent me a tongue, and now it's just in the freezer. Well, it's very delicious. You'd have to defrost, obviously. Yes, yeah, yeah. And then just clean it a bit with some salt and water. Yeah. And then put it in a big pot, big old pot, and simmer it for, I mean, they do vary a bit. Yeah. Probably four hours is our average, Mm -hmm. just with some carrots and onions. Yeah. And then when it comes out, the, 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 the skin of the tongue will have turned very white. Right. Um, and it's very satisfying. That just really peels off very easily. Mm. Uh-huh. And then you you take the tongue, put it in a, a bowl that's only just big enough to hold it. Yeah. Put a saucer on top of it uh-huh. and something heavy, and then wait for it to it'll it'll like gelatine itself. You know, you don't have to do anything. Right. Okay. And then um, or have it hot. Ed, it's very nice. It's very nice. Just hot. Are you sure it's nice? Because that sounded disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> What bit was disgusting? I think it was when the tongue turned really white. That was when yeah. I was like, oh, this doesn't sound great. Mm. The, the the sort of joy in your eyes as you were describing it made me think maybe it is great. It is great. Peel off the white skin and then you cram it into a bowl and it gelatines itself. Yeah. All, all, all of that sounded gross. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but if you fancy it up with some peas and uh-huh. people like mayonnaise these days, don't they? These days, yeah. <laughs> wasn't a thing when I was young. Was it not? No, I'm old enough now. When you were young, was it salad cream? Salad cream, you, yeah. you could have. the. Um, I've seen it when you get old, it's nice to look back and you can remember. Oh, I remember when yoghurt came in. <laughs> you know, I remember pre-yoghurt. 
yeah, and things like that. Well, see, well, our, our, our ones are, you know, our generation will talk a lot about remembering when salted caramel came in. Yeah. Remembering when pulled pork came in. Like, yeah. all those ones were the, that was probably the first time yeah. in my life I remembered, oh, there's a new thing, trend yeah. of foods that brioche. are now brioche. Brioche. You brioche know. is a yog yeah. Yes, I'm pre-yogurt. I remember the, the first yogurt that arrived on these shores was the ski yogurt. Yeah. That had an orange flavour, which was delicious. And very rare to find an orange flavour. Really? You know, given that the first ever, yeah. it's a shame it hasn't, it's now ignored, really. It's yeah, a shame it is. there's no ski yeah. orange. Olive oil. When I was young, the only place you could get olive oil was the chemist. What? Yeah, because you use it, you know, oh. for the ears and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for the ears. Yeah, it was, you could only buy it in the chemist. So yeah. I'm oh. pre-olive oil, pre-yogurt. You're not, of course, not pre-banana. We yet to have a pre-banana guest on. Yeah, we're, we're waiting for that. <laughs> Who do you think of all the celebs would be pre-banana? Well, the oldest, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what celebrity would you not be surprised if they turned out to be pre-banana? Is, is William Hartnell still alive? <laughs> <laughs> he feels pretty old. He's pre-banana, isn't he? Yeah, I reckon. Yeah. Be. There might be a few, a few pre-pineapples, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's no, got to be some pre has got to be. No. Pa- Parkinson? I think he's pre-pineapple? Is Parkinson pre-pineapple? He might be. I think he might be. I think he interviewed the first pineapple. <laughs> Do you remember? Because bananas came over, what, Second World War, right? Yeah. And I distinctly remember an interview, I can't remember what it was on, of someone saying they remember bananas being brought to the UK and they were really excited. And, and they were like, well, we had no idea what they were going to look like. We saw a box being opened. We thought they might be five foot long. <laughs> So they Wouldn't were just imagining some... kids crowding around a box, imagining a giant <laughs> banana. But yeah, so food, I'm the same as when I was a student. My favourite meal without a shadow, like, you know, like my desert island meal yeah. would be, I don't know if you've ever had it, it's bird's eye boil in the bag beef with um, instant mashed potato and tinned peas. I absolutely adore it. Is that going to be on your menu? <laughs> No, that would be my desert. I'm going to treat myself today. Ah, okay. Yeah. So this would be. But if I, if it was an everyday. But your desert island meal would be. It would be the, gro- the yeah. most disgusting thing I've ever heard since oh, you yes. said the tongue thing. <laughs> Boil in the bag beef. Yeah. Boil in the bag bird's eye beef. Yeah. All the bees. Yeah. And instant instant mash. Boil instant in the bag mash and tin, tin piece. <laughs> I'd like to know how this board in the bag bird's eye beef tastes. Um, is it? Gorgeous. What's so good about? <laughs> They're very salty, I imagine. Uh, they'll be salt in there to, sure. to, get, to get you going, won't they? It's just slices, thin slices of topside in yeah. a perfect gravy. Uh-huh. And you um, boil it in the bag. Actually, these days you can buy it in a tray and um, put it on a plate and microwave it, but it right. doesn't taste as good. Not as good as, as boiling the bag. No, boiling the bag's the perfect delivery method. How and, regularly do you have yeah. the boil in the bag? I have it... Um, Six times a year. I wish I, I wish I had it more. Yeah. But you know, you know, you look, there's things that you love, but you kind of just forget to get them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't want to overdo it because then you might ruin it for yourself. True. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I cooked it for Paul in the latest series of Gone Fishing, mm-hmm. and he thought he, he, it was a revelation to him as well. Yeah. But here's the thing: I would like to introduce you to. Just remembered, I made mashed potato from potato crisps. And oh. it is really nice. Is it? Okay. It is really nice, yeah. Uh, Colour me intrigued. How do you do it? Three yeah. packs of walkers, yeah. plain. 
Yeah. No, that's not your usual brand. Yeah, normally Seabrooks. Seabrooks, uh, Seabrooks, that would just be too much. If you made mashed potatoes, <laughs> Seabrooks. Honestly, you'd just be the king. <laughs> Garments would be sold for you. Parades. <laughs> so don't, uh, so, and then I don't know how you know, like, I'm going to say a centimetre of water, hardly any water, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. centimetre of water. But let it all break down yep. into it, and you'll suddenly say, shit, oh. there's this mashed potato forming here. <laughs> and then just because the colour's not great, yeah. it's a mm. little bit yellowy, yeah. just put a little bit of cream in, yeah. stir that in. Delicious. <laughs> and I kid you not, it really is nice. How close is it oh. to actual mashed potato? Could you give it to someone and say there's some mashed potato? Yeah, and they would not. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't notice the difference. They would think it's quirky mashed potato, but they'd <laughs> certainly think it was potato-based mush. Yeah. So there you go. There's that's like a tip in it. That's a good tip. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good tip. Yeah. Uh, make make some. I mean, hopefully some listeners will try that. Yeah. Uh, and can let us know how it goes for them. It's really nice. And the other one is, do you like tips or no? Yeah, love tips. I love, I love the, tips. Love yeah, tips. Yeah, don't worry about it. The other one is, is on the last series of gone fishing, I did corn on the cob. Mm. Yeah. And then you get a pack of Watsits, crush it to a fine powder, oh, yeah. and then roll the corn in the Watsit dust. I like mm. this. No, this sounds yeah. nice. nice. That, that sounds very yeah, nice. Yeah, Thank yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would, I would it, eat it that. does well. It's really nice. Have you ever tried Watsit mash? Mm. Ooh, With a few go. bits of corn niblets in yeah. it as well. <laughs> yeah. And you could give that a name, couldn't you? Yeah, you could, you could name that. You could name that, couldn't you? I think you could come up with a name for it immediately. You, you could. Truncheon or something? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah or just yeah. knock us up some truncheon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Start your meal with still a sparkling water, Bob. I'll have still, please, thank you. Are you pre-sparkling? Oh, yeah. I am. Whoa. I mean, I always say, I wonder. Uh, one of the reasons I don't like sparkling water is, is when I was young, if you had an upset stomach, your mum would give you Andrew's liver salts. Do you know those? I've heard of that. I've heard of Andrew's liver salts. Yeah. And I... I think they kind of make water into sparkling water. Right. And I can still taste that Andrew's liver. There's a, am I wrong? There's a taste to sparkling water. It's not just mm. water plus bubbles. There's a taste, isn't it? Yeah, there? yeah. It kind of dries me mouth out a bit, mm. makes me teeth dry. Did you like Andrew's liver salts? I did like them because um, they're fizzy and yeah. children are very much drawn to anything fizzy, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You like liver and you like salt. Yeah. So yeah. Must and this was the essence of those two experiences. Yeah. <laughs> and if you if you also knew someone called Andrew who you liked, yeah. did you know anyone called Andrew that you liked? Favorite Andrews? Andrew. Oh, I wish I knew an Andrew. I think I knew an Andrew Gunn. Yeah. Yeah. But he was a gun. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't, didn't have much of an appetite. <laughs> so you'd but you don't want Andrew's liver salts. Uh, as your water course today. No, thank you. That won't be your dream. I'll have still. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And oh. The stillest of the bottle or the tap. I think I will indulge in the bottle one, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah of yeah. course. Because yeah, yeah. tap water can sometimes be a bit dreary, can't it? Mm-hmm. Temperature-wise yeah. or taste-wise. How many sugars are you having in your water? <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkle some what's-it dust on it. <laughs> I'll have a trunch, a water bullet. So that that will do me nicely, thank you. But yeah, but bottled water, bottled still water. Pop lambs or bread. Pop lambs or bread, Bob Mortimer. Pop lambs or bread. I would take bread, please. Uh, yeah. And I can have any bread. Yeah. Any bread. Any bread you want. Well, I'm just saying, I would like a loaf of bread. Yeah. Yes. White loaf, crusty loaf. Say. 
because um, I like the crust best. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. When, when you're in a restaurant and they give you the bits, mm-hmm. I sort of eat round, I eat the crust. I do. do I'm aware of the fact that I don't want to ruin my appetite. I yeah. kind of, I kind of work around the nut of the bread. So you, you know? leave? You, do you leave the, the nut of the bread? Yeah, I leave the nut. Or, yeah. or you can roll it into a fun little ball. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, balls balls are fun. Aren't balls they? are fun. Yeah, yeah balls are fun. Other, throw it in a glass. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I always enjoy that. It's probably the maybe it gets you going. Yeah. Makes you think I'm glad I came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gets a little bit of saliva a, going. Yeah, it's a bit to... special. Someone's brought me some bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's funny, but up north, especially the northwest, a lot of people, I don't know whether they still do, always had a white slice with every meal they had. Are you aware of that? No, I'm not aware of that. Maybe I it's a bit of a 70 Whatever meal they had, slice of bread and margarine. Right. Is that to everything. mop as well? To use as a Maybe mop? that was it. Maybe that's where it comes from. Um, but no, I'd enjoy those crusts. We can just get you. We can just bring you yeah. crusts if you want. Shit, of course. Yeah. yeah. You don't even need to pick around you the nut. The crust. You just lukewarm crusts. Yeah. yeah. With olive oil. Yeah. And butter. Yeah. Butter. Because <laughs> 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 you have some butter. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Where's the butter? <laughs> <laughs> like, but that would be nice. And then with your water, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, yeah. I, I'm on my way. Thanks for having me. I was going to ask, because yeah. I thought it through, is like, can I change my restaurant venue for each course? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Dream Restaurant. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So whatever you want. Where are we now? Well, is this a course? Could I change after bread? You can change after change bread. Change after bread. Okay, yeah. well, I'd just like to be in um, quite a formal restaurant, mm-hmm. maybe a 20 tables. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's all couples. And I'll take them in, and then on my next restaurant, yeah, yeah, the same twenty couples are there. I'll just see how they're getting on, which ones have split up, yeah, you know, and follow that story through. Do you know what I mean? So why are no. you changing restaurants each time? Because if because it's the same what I couples... wanted to. Sorry, I haven't been. I haven't explained this. So my bread, I'd like to have in the nineteen sixties. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So time's happening. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, that was uh, a very big part of this you missed out. Was. Yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah. <laughs> apologies. We are time travelling as well. But you're a genie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it. A topless genie, they're the strongest. I can yeah. absolutely do this for you. <laughs> so, we're in the 1960s having the bread course, having yes, the, the, uh, the lukewarm crusts. Yeah. In the 60s, and there's couples in the restaurant. All 20, 20, 20 couples. couples, yeah. So, is the idea then, the starter, we're jumping forward how many years? I think we should go. Three years. three years. Three years. And it's the same couples, but you're seeing how they've got on in those three years. Yeah. Which ones are still together? Mm-hmm. Which ones have nearly stopped talking? Yeah. If they have broken up, yes, because within the three years, there's bound 20 couples. Statistically, yeah. there's definitely one couple who've broken up, right? At least. Yeah. Are they still together at the restaurant, even though they've split up? Or is one person there by themselves? It's a very good question. I haven't really thought it through. I'd like to still see them. So mm. maybe any couple that's split up, become waiting staff <laughs> and i can still see them flitting, flitting about yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and do they then have to serve the person they used of, to go out with of course yeah yeah so i don't know which one sits and which one works yeah, yeah. but um, you'll sort that out, Gene. I'll sort that out. Yeah. i mean you have turned it like I, I get why this would be nice and entertaining for you but i think for those couples it's become like a horror film yeah. where like if they don't make their relationship work, they're yeah. doomed to just be waiting staff in the dream restaurant yeah. forever. But like, I, I like that as a concept for a yeah. film. 
I'd just like to, I'd like to eat on my own, I think. Yeah. So a, a nice little story to watch for them. I've, I've eaten my bread and I can pick, oh, I think they're going to make it together. Mm. No chance. <laughs> and then next restaurant, courtesy of the genie. Yeah. Oh, I was wrong. They're still yeah. going strong. Yeah. Is it, are you like putting a bet on or is it like mm. a sort of like watching the horses? I'll phone up Paddy Power and ask yeah. if they'll give me on, <laughs> give, give me odds. And if, you know, if those odds are good. Yeah. I like to bet on football. I know that's, that's not football. That's not, that's <laughs> not football. That's not relationship. Football. Yeah, it's not quite football. I like betting. Yeah. <laughs> also, you say you want this meal on your own. Yeah. Uh, so you can watch all this happen. But, I mean, it very much sounds like the kind of thing that the, the Lucky Table Club would enjoy. Yeah. I, don't, I, I can't see Matt Berry and Rishi Smith not enjoying this sort of thing with you. Like looking at other couples and being like, they're going to split up. Oh, I don't like the look of them. Oh, well, like, maybe Matt could have a table over yeah. there. Reese over yeah. there. Yeah. Would you? We just be sort of nodding at each other because, of course, you're not on a WhatsApp group or anything, so you'd have yeah. some no. sort of gesture. I think when you finish finish the bread, taking your hanky out of your chest. Yeah. I go. We convene at one table. Yeah. And say, I think they are, <laughs> and they're yeah. incompatible. Yeah. yeah. This seems to be coming from before we started recording. You were talking to Ed at length about how you love Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills of New York. Yeah. Of what, what, what series I'm did you on say Potomac you were, you're on Potomac <laughs> now you're watching the real housewives of Potomac yes um, is this kind of fascination with watching couples do you think it's come from that you're like trying to predict who's going to stay together and like that kind of voyeurism into like other people's lives I think that, yeah I think so I think it's the stuff of life you know watching people mm-hmm. so yeah I was I've always been I was a very quiet lad till um, I was about 30 yeah very quiet so you do a lot of watching, and you kind of get, I think you get quite good at it as well. Yeah. Um, I've always enjoyed it. If ever I'm, if if I'm on holiday with Jim with Vic, mm-hmm. um, if we're on holiday, he's he's, he's so different. That's it. So I don't know. You're in some town, and I'm I like so. Oh, can I get a coffee? Just sit and people watch. But Jim takes it just as he needs to have a coffee. Yeah. So he watches me drink it, and he's and can we go now? You've had your coffee. <laughs> And I didn't want a coffee, really. I wanted to, you know. Yeah. I do like watching people. So, yeah, there's probably something in there. That sounds like a, a, bit, of a, a bit of a tough holiday there. <laughs> <laughs> well, when, when, we, when we're touring, um, Jim's just one of those people. So, like, if he, I, I, I'll be, we'll be in the car and I'll see up ahead there's one of those brown signs that says something like Rope Museum. Yeah. And, oh, please don't see that, Jim. Please don't see that. <laughs> rope and there he sees it he yeah he's you know that type of place he likes interested, the he's he interested in stuff yeah yeah, you know? yeah 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 he like he likes the brown signs and you he like the people the watch sign. yeah and those two don't really go together very well there's no people at the brown sign places there's really. no people at the rope no, museum. No, no, none worth watching well i mean at the rope museum in Thwaite, which yeah. we, we stopped at um <laughs> it it's more fascinating than you might think yeah because one you get to make your own bit of rope Wow, I didn't know oh, that. Actually, that was pretty good. Yeah. See, so you're interested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and of course, you have to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the bloke is very sort of welcome to the rope museum. <laughs> and you just you instantly it's not very big. The room not not that much bigger than this. You go, oh, shit, why did I come in? But he's got you, and there's just him. Yeah. History of rope. Yeah. Great ropes. 
It does sound, it, it's now starting to sound like a reason more than a sketch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The but, man who runs the rope museum. Yeah, he's, and he's exactly the man that would run a rope museum. Yeah. And, uh, lovely man, no disrespect. Yeah. He's very passionate about his ropes. And um, opposite is one of those waterfalls, what you can walk behind. Really? So the funny thing is, is it's quite a good combo, me and Jim. Uh-huh. because I'd have never made my own bit of rope or walked behind a waterfall yes. if it hadn't been for Jim's yes. natural curiosity at the Brown Sign yeah. Rope Museum yeah. <laughs> that way. Um, it's mad that the waterfall that you can walk behind doesn't make the Brown Sign. Because yeah. that, that would... That would if I saw a Brown Sign saying waterfall that you can walk behind, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd yeah. be straight off. But Rope Museum, I'm going nowhere near no, it. No, thanks. Yeah. yeah, but see, yeah, the two should get together, mm-hmm. make your own rope, from behind yeah. a sheet of water. Yeah. You know, and then that's, there's cues all the way over teeth. Yeah, yeah, there. there you go. That's not a brown sign. That's a, <laughs> yeah. that's a neon sign for yeah. that. Be... And it wouldn't have to say anything. Just, no. yes, you're here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Your dream starter. We're three years in the future. Three years in the future. New restaurant. Maybe a couple splat. Yeah, oh, dear me. Mm. Look at that. I thought they had a good chance. Yeah. yeah, but obviously there was Wasn't... maybe they didn't get on with each other's parents. Yeah, yeah. maybe it were a blind date. Yeah, originally, originally, yeah, it just didn't happen. Maybe one of them was. I'm very fascinated. Isn't everyone by fraudsters? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who isn't right? I'm fascinated by fraudsters. <laughs> didn't think that was the next word. That was going to come out. But yeah, absolutely. You know, so you think one of them was a fraudster? Yeah. You know, like trying to rinse someone for yeah. like yeah, like yeah, like a catfish or something. That yeah. sort of could yeah. be. Yeah. And then we, I can think about that whilst I'm away in my me starter. Yeah. One of my favourite things to eat is an Odeon Cinema hot dog. A really, really, yeah. me, me and my son were ob- obsessed with them. Yeah. And um, I think I could have that as my starter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because I want to have one. I want to have one. It's not a main meal, is it? I don't think so. No, 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 no. Yeah, like if you go to the cinema and have a hot dog, which I'd, I'll rarely do, but it doesn't feel, I wouldn't, that wouldn't uh-huh. be my lunch. No, it's a, it's, a, yeah. it's like I'd have it instead of popcorn, like it's a snack yeah. at the cinema, right? It's yeah. a major snack. Yeah. It? Yeah, you know, yeah. It's not a meal, I don't think. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to have that. The so number I'm, of times t- it's so upsetting for myself and my son because yeah. we a lot of the time we go and see like you know just the latest action thing. Yeah. yeah. But really, we're kind of going for the hot dog. Yeah. And so often they put that little prod in and say, "Sorry, the hot dog's it's not ready. Not ready." And they've only got three or four on. Basically, everyone's come for the hot dog, not the film. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever? Gone in, bought a hot dog at the cinema and then left again without going to the film. No, mm. I've never done that. You'd have to penetrate the um, ticket check, wouldn't you? Is it, do you? Because I think... You do at mine. Oh, really? I think, I think my local cinema, the snack concession is before the ticket check. Very wise of them. So you could go <laughs> Because I again. would do that. Yeah, I yeah. I definitely would do that, yeah. So these hot dogs, I've got a lot of questions about these. Yeah. Okay. You'd be surprised to hear, Bob, this is the first time that the Odeon Cinema hot dog has come up on yeah. off menu. Is it one of those ones where they're on those rollers? Yes. So the, the sausage is constantly in motion. Yes. What are those? Because I always look at them, mm-hmm. I marvel at the rollers. Is it a warming thing or is it more presentational? Do you, I th- thank you, because it's interesting, isn't it? I don't know whether the heat is contained within the rollers yeah. uh-huh. or whether the rollers are just turning the yeah, sausage. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Sometimes it's best not to know. Mm-hmm. I would guess heat underneath the rollers. Yeah. Rollers just do the motion. Yeah. 
Because I imagine heated rollers, that's quite, that's extreme. Right? That's going to be pretty pricey. Yeah. For them to maintain yeah. that at the Odeon Cinema. Yeah. But maybe they can. Yeah, how confident are you of that? If I yeah. took you to an Odeon now yeah. and they were circulating, yeah. would you press firmly on those rollers? Would I put my hand down on the rollers? Yeah. Well, I, would, I think the heat is still coming up from underneath those rollers and making right. them hot. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think the it's rollers themselves heat. are generating yeah. the heat. So I guess if you took the rollers, you know, if you moved them away from the rest of the machine and they were just the rollers on their own and you turned them on, I would press my hand against them and I would expect them to be cold. Right. I think. I would be quite confident. I think you're probably right, James, but would you accept there's a tiny bit of doubt? There would be... I wouldn't be completely in my head just like, this definitely won't burn me. Yeah. I think a part of me would be like, I could get burnt here. Yeah. And Um, there's always the chance that you do that and then sort of slip anyway and then slip anyway yeah. smack my elbow on it you yeah, know yeah. And, and end up just being my whole body being rolled round and round and you whole, end up in the big popcorn cage I end up in the popcorn cage <laughs> like a, a humunculus yeah 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 but the, the um it's it's like the the Odeon hot dog it's, it's one of the last places that you can buy very traditional hot dog you know it's a very soft bun mm-hmm. yeah it's a tinned Westlers, I believe. I have tried to find out. Mm-hmm. I think it's Westlers. Nobody seems to know. I did ask on Twitter. Yeah. But people do seem to think it's a Westlers hot dog. Okay. Um, so it's soft and floppy mm-hmm. and salty and delicious. Because mm. um, nowadays, often, hot dog is a real sausage or it's a baguette crusty bread. Doesn't work no, not into that. So, yeah, Odeon hot dog would be nice, thanks. Absolutely. I, I, the first time I had one of those kind of hot dog sausages... Um, we've, you know, we speak a lot on this podcast about times that, you know, yeah. you try something for the first time, blew your mind, you, you felt like your whole world changed. Yeah. And I definitely think the first time I had one of those sausages, I thought, well, this is the best thing ever. Gorgeous. This it? is like amazing. And then instantly, I think articulating that, vocalizing it to my parents and getting told those are disgusting and you shouldn't, you shouldn't right. eat those because it's, right. that's bad. It's not even proper meat, blah, 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 and all that stuff. But they are amazing. They're amazing. No, and amazing. proper meats, they are like they're proper in yes. the sense of the word that that's proper for a hot dog. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It, when they start fiddling, it's like it's having an interest in something in your life is important, isn't it? Yeah. And a hot dog isn't a terrible place to experiment <laughs> with. I wonder what it's like having an interest in yeah. Your life. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, um, so you try a hot dog whenever one appears, mm-hmm. and it, it, it is interesting at Arsenal football ground. They serve literally the worst hot dog. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Even the Arsenal fans would say if you go on there, yeah. it's an extraordinary thing. It's like yeah. it's got quite a, a tough casing, uh-huh. like with knots at the end. Do you know that sort yeah, of yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, but look, it's really t- and like when you split it, water comes out of it. <laughs> it's a stinker. Yeah, that's bad. There's probably some people who love it, but whoa. I mean, well, so if you were, say, the manager of Arsenal Football Club, you use your substitute genie to change the hot dogs every week. That'd be the yeah. play. Change the hot dogs. Yeah. The fans would be livid. If you were losing, like, 1-0 or it was a draw, and then you were like, no, we're going to use a play to change the hot dogs again. <laughs> yeah. I think that if... I think it wouldn't be a bad shout if you were 4-0 up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Genie? Yeah. I do cinema hot dogs, please. I don't know whether you could, though, James, because it won't <laughs> affect the play, will it? <laughs> Well, it could affect the play because it would affect the fans' morale and their encouragement to the yeah, that's team. Yeah yeah, 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 would affect the play. 
So they'd hear this huge cheer go up because yeah. of the end of that hot dog. Well, they might be like, imagine a little boy sat in the stands. He's crying because he's got a terrible hot dog. Yes. And then, bring, <laughs> just changes. Yeah. That's the sound it would make. Yeah. Good and sound. it changes and then suddenly he's happy. Yeah. The rest of the fans catch on and then a big yeah, roar goes up. Yeah, they forget all the problems with Wenger and yeah. Yeah. in an instant. I love my team. I love my team. <laughs> An Odeon hot dog here at the Emirates. What? <laughs> Always use the genie. It's the genie play again. What are you putting on the hot dog? This is before the we move on yeah, to the yeah, mains. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to know: um, is it just a plain hot dog? It's just a plain hot dog, and um, the yellow and the red. I think it's Heinz in the Odeon. It must be. Heinz. I think it says got... on the bottles mm-hmm. Heinz. Yeah, yeah. And so I'll buy into that. I don't suppose they fill them up with Costco. Out of order if they do. And you'd be able to tell. How are you putting it on? Because obviously we can put it on in any style. What I do is is um, hold it like that, which is nice to have something that you hold like that, isn't it? It's uh, not so often. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, you, I know people yeah. can't see, but you cradle, hold it. The sort of cradle. cradle it, yeah. 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 And then from one end to the other. Straight lines. Yeah. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. People can hear how, how heavy you, you, put, ketchup you, is. you put the bottle down. So that's good. And then the other side of the sausage, yeah. the other colour, the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then with my finger, is that your ring finger? No. Your pointing finger there. Index finger. Index finger. Yeah. I swirl them both together. <laughs> then lick the finger <laughs> and say it's good to be alive. Yeah. And then stroll to me, dark seat. Yeah, you've got to do that before you get to the dark seat. Um, Has your son adopted this as well? Yeah, actually, isn't this nice? This shows shows the Mm. true bond between a a father and a son, that he allows me to do his his swirly mix with my finger. But you you do his first, I take it. I do tend to, there's yours. Because you can't do yours, lick your finger and then... No, that to your would, sons. Yeah, that it has to be, be someone else's hot dog first, and then yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not much of one for for you know like extreme cleanliness. Yeah, I don't sort of frolic around in dog dirt, <laughs> but you know, I'm not that bothered about yeah. that sort of thing. And I, I hope I've passed it on to my children. How old's your son? Twenty three. <laughs> no, he's not. Yes, he is, and he still lets you. <laughs> <laughs> Let you swirl his ketchup and mustard together on his hot dog with your finger. Yeah. So he goes to the cinema with you, 23 years old. Yeah. Well, that's his, nice. There's nothing wrong with that. That's lovely. That's lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets his hot dog. Yeah. Ketchup and mustard goes on. And then in plain sight of everyone, his dad turns <laughs> and then put, uh, and runs his finger around his hot dog and swirls it together. Then puts his finger in his mouth and says, it's good to be alive. <laughs> good to be alive, son. And, um... Yeah, I like going to the pictures for the son. It's good. That's yeah, lovely. I think it's lovely. But like, I would definitely, I, I would probably do a double take if I saw a tw- parent, twenty-three-year-old, <laughs> his dad swirl his finger out his sword. Yeah, his it's the swirling, isn't it? That's <laughs> like going, yeah. going on that. Yeah. Well, you get all forensic on me. It does seem. It, it, just, <laughs> it, it just seems like a little insignificant moment when I do yeah. it, but now yeah. it yeah. makes me look. No, it's lovely. Terrible. I like it a lot. Yeah, that's that's very nice. What and do you think? Of, just yeah. very quickly, because that's that's a traditional hot dog split bun, sausage yes. down the middle. Yeah. How do you feel about those rollover the rollover ones? Do you know mm. the ones I mean? No, I don't know what you mean. It's I, a baguette. I, I used to work on a rollover hot did dog. You? Was, yeah. Did you? Did they do that on those? Yeah, at Wixie oh. Park. I worked at the rollover hot dog stand. I thought it was an ice cream place. I did as well. Yeah. So one day I worked at the rollover hot dogs. They put yeah. me over on the rollover hot dogs. Oh, is this where there's a hole in the bread? Yeah. So there's like a. 
a hot iron pole. Now that that yeah. does have an element in it. That so is maybe. So maybe. Who yeah. knows? Actually, let's not rule out the, yeah. the rollers having the elements in yeah. it. But a hot iron pole, a spike. Yeah. Get the baguette and just hole in the baguette, and then you put the hot. And very satisfying. I, I would say. I liked eating those hot dogs. I definitely ate them the day that I was working there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. More than one, I think, because I thought, I don't know if I'll be on this stand again. But yeah. I maybe found it even more satisfying to make it than eat it. I'd oh, say. right. I mean, the, I don't like spike. the baguette, James, with the No, you don't like the baguette. You wouldn't like it. How do you get the sauce in that, though? Well, you, so you do the spike. Yeah. yeah. You put the sauce in first. Oh, yeah. And then the, the, the sausage. Does well, it, it not lead to kind of sauce concentration in one area, like at the yeah. bottom? Yeah, I thought it was the bottom. No, what I'd do is, uh, so the customer would ask for a hot dog, I'd spike it. Yes. I'd put all the sauce in. Yeah. And then I'd put the sauce bottle down. Yes. Right. It's a big bottle. And then I'd uh, get my finger. And I'd, <laughs> <laughs> I'd just go in from the bottom all the way up to the top, swirl it up. It's good to be alive. Hot dog in. There you go. That'd be £5.60. What, what the listener doesn't know is James has got a 30 centimetre long fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I'm thinking is, though, is again that the hygiene, you hygiene police sort of people, <laughs> yeah. what would probably be the best way would be go squirt it into the hole, yeah. put the sausage in, yeah. take the sausage oh, out, yeah. turn it, <laughs> rotate the sausage, and yeah. put it back in. Yeah, yeah. that'd That's be nice. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But then everyone would say, oh, <laughs> I wish I wasn't alive. <laughs> I've seen that man do this. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Today's episode of Off Menu is sponsored by Aura. James, are you ready to win Mother's Day? I am, Ed. I want to cement my reputation as the best gift giver in the family. I want to give my mom an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. May I say, James, I absolutely love the class and elegance with which you use the word mom, because this is for US listeners. All of your moms deserve a good Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. Yeah, I think your mum's going to love looking back on your childhood memories, seeing what you're up to today, seeing what you were up to back in the day, and even better, with unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, you can keep updating mum's frame with new photos so it's the gift that keeps on giving, James. Ed, answer me this. Who is the best gift giver in your life? Hmm, um, I'd probably say uh, my wife is a very good gift giver. Not that my mom is not a fantastic gift giver, but my wife's very good at little surprise things. She says, I've only got you a few things, and then there'll be little little surprises, things that we've seen throughout the rest of the year. I'll say to my wife, I like that, and then I forget about it, and then on the day, 
there's some lovely little gifts there for me that remind us of the year that we've just spent together. Oh, if you like being reminded of stuff, may I suggest photographs? That's a very good point, James. I think we should get ourselves an Aura digital picture frame and put some of our wedding photos on them. Right now, Ed, Aura has a great deal for Mom's Day, Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A Frames.com. Use code OFFMENU at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Your dream main? Well, it's so difficult. Oh, so my big my third change of restaurant. Oh yeah, yeah. sorry, yeah. So I go to and I like to go to um, the Indian restaurant on Campbell New Road. Yeah. From 1990. Okay. Might have got me dates wrong. We've I jumped far, very maybe far. Maybe I should have started yeah. in 1980. Okay, to jump very far. Isn't to jump the same so amount I start, of time every time? I started 1980. Yeah, and then 83 okay. was the start. I'll go 85. So we're 85 now. 85? Shit, they're not going to be together, are they? Maybe no, I think some of them. I think some of them will be. So 1990, the new Duanian on Campbell New yeah. Road for Chicken Madras, maybe Vindaloo. I've really struggled with that. Yeah. A, a, a perfect Vindaloo is probably my sweet spot. Yeah. Mm. But sometimes they can be a bit, a little bit too fiery. Mm-hmm. But if it's the perfect Vindaloo, which I think the new Duanian is the best guarantee I can think of. Yeah. That's what I go for. And I get my poppadom then. And yeah. I'd have oh, my poppadom with... I'd have three poppadoms, James. Yeah. I'm a big poppadom cowboy, you know. I like to ride <laughs> <laughs> the poppadoms. And do you know you get those packet showers, are they? Yeah. Yes, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe there's eight in there. Uh-huh. Maybe. That's a very, a very important snack to me. My wife does um, a nice, I don't know whether you call it relish or whatever, but she mixes like coriander, onion, tomato, mm-hmm. and lots of mango chutney all together. All together. Oh, lovely. And then I just, <laughs> it's a good good snack, you know, for watching The Real Housewives. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't do, you, I wouldn't probably have that if I was watching Better Call Saul. I'd probably have a softer. yeah. Because the snack, because you don't want to be crunching over the information. It's an important. Well, it's an important show. Yeah. Better call Saul for mm. me. And I, when when there's an episode to watch, I try and treat it with a bit of reverence. Your focus. Yeah. You need that. You know, you wouldn't have a yeah. silly curly whirly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to suck on, you know, like maybe a maybe I wouldn't snack during Better Call Saul. Well, yeah. Save the, save the snack for yeah, after. Yeah. yeah. Savor all those beautiful shots and the cinematography mm. and all that stuff. What would you eat a curly whirly watching? What's what's the show that deserves to be treated with the least amount of reverence? Do you think? Um, you know, are, are you football people? Not massively. Not no, massively. I know we've held our own in the uh, the, the genie hot dog uh, football right. chat, but um, okay. apart from that, we don't really know much. Well, about okay, I'm, I'm, I watch football whenever there's football on, and a couple of times every week there'll only be a very lower league match on. Mm-hmm. You know, Yeovil versus Kettering or something. Thank you. And um, are you Kettering? Yes. I didn't know that, Joe. I'm from Kettering. Kettering uh, Harriers? Kettering... Kettering Town FC. Kettering Town FC. The Poppies. The Poppies. Yes. Oh, nice. So, I, and if I was watching that, I might have a curly world. Yeah. Because that's mm. daft football. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, no, it's great, but... It's, yeah, it's curly-whirly football. 
we haven't got a football ground at the minute. We share it with Burton Town Wanderers. So no, 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 no. Look, Burton Latimer Wanderers Town. or Burton Burton Wanderers is something like that. Do you yeah. think if they got their own ground, you might have to change from maybe a Curly Wally to a Mars or something? Well, Mars is serious, isn't it? Yeah, mm. that's more a championship. But yeah. I would have said. <laughs> I do like chocolate. The, uh, do you like your Cadbury's variations? Yeah, yeah, very much. Yeah. Um, never quite sure to say it, but the Cadbury's Diam, 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 Diam. Yeah, but um, it is confusing. Yeah. yeah, it's that's a beautiful bar of chocolate. That Lovely, one, isn't it? Not the Diam, the Cadbury's mm-hmm. dairy milk with bits of. Oh, with bits oh, of it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. you don't like the Diam on its own? I do like it on its own. Yeah, it's got. It's a bit challenging. Mm-hmm. It is um, challenging. Is the exact words. <laughs> snap it off but again though you're talking about you mentioning a lot of things that I remember eating for the first time and they just changed my world yeah. first time I bit into a, a dime bar I was like this is incredible yeah. I absolutely loved it and it was around the time when Harry Enfield was doing the yeah, adverts yeah Armadillo oh right do you remember the Armadillo adverts I kind of don't <laughs> kind of don't <laughs> <laughs> the um Oh, Crunchy on the outside, smooth on the inside. Yeah. Armadillos. I remember, Vic, we launched the Boost Bar, the Cadbury's Boost. You launched it? We launched it, yeah. Wow. We went to southern Spain and uh, dressed up as cowboys, and uh, Jim came up with the tagline, slightly rippled with a flat underside, <laughs> which was... Uh, do you not remember that? And we, we launched the Boost Bar, and it's a good bar, the Boost. It is a oh. really good bar. It's a, one of the classics. You know now, what? This... Entire episode is a trip down memory lane, and I'm loving it because we're, I, we're pre-boost, of course. We're pre-boost, and yeah. boost is probably the first yeah. chocolate bar I remember. I mean, I'm saying I remember it being launched. I, I, apologies, I don't remember <laughs> that you and, and and Vic launched it. But like, I was so excited to try a boost yeah, bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I when I had one, it did not disappoint. Yeah. I loved the bits of biscuit in it. I absolutely adored boosts and had them every week. Use mm. my pocket money to buy them. Yeah. And I'm very excited to learn that you launched, launched them and came up with the tagline. When did you last have a Caramac, either of you? Probably not as long ago as you would think, but also not recently. Not really. But I, lo- I love a Caramac. You like a Caramac, There's yeah. nothing else like it, apart from well, the gold bar, of course. I'll tell you, there is something That's a good like tagline. Yeah, there's nothing else tagline. like it. Yeah. There's nothing else like it. Dairy Milk have started doing their own Caramac kind of version and they've started like selling like a dairy milk like caramel. Caramel. So I had that the other day What's for that? the first time. So it's like this sounds good. So it's like uh, was well, that kind of caramel chocolate, but in a dairy milk right. environment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I liked it. I think people have rejected. A lot of people have rejected the caramel. Mm-hmm. And I, I think people should give it one more chance. Yeah. I mean, all the bars are great. Yeah. I don't like the double decker. If that's what you're thinking. <laughs> if, sorry. If that... <laughs> I'll tell you what, that shocks me. Really? I don't like it. You're like the unsung heroes. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it comes in the same. They're yeah. like, you know. It's this I like the yeah. sweeter ones, you know, like your your double decker and your toffee crisp. Yeah. On Fridays my mum used to get us a bar each. Yeah. And like it's so there was four four boys. So the bars, she goes to Pibus the grocers. Yeah. We're all waiting in the kitchen and the chocolate bars come out, four bars come out. Yeah. And the little hands go shh 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 shh. One left would be Toffee Crisp. Really? So she used to buy different or, bars. Yeah, or Double Decker. And then just scramble for it. Because kids know that, no, yeah. it's not a savoury bar, right? I'm not saying that, yeah. but it's at the savoury end. Toffee Crisp? The Toffee Crisp and the Double Decker no. are at the savoury end. I mean, that's mad. 
I mean, no, yeah, I guess not... you, at the time you were having 15 sugars in your tea or whatever. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't think anyone would ever taste a double bedeck or coffee crisp and go yeah. been on the savoury side. Oh, it's me. full of bacon. I mean, I've had all the chocolate bars. Look at the age yeah. of me. I've had them all. I've, yeah, yeah. I've done all the techniques, take the chocolate <laughs> off the top. Yeah. yeah. But the other day I had a crunchy. Mm. And I snapped it in half and put the whole half in <laughs> and just like chewed it like it was, I don't know, like, like it was beef. Yeah. Or something. And uh, it really worked. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've ne- never done that before. I sort of nibbled the chocolate off. And yeah. I, but was, is that, do you think that's the final technique done now? Do you think now you've done them all? Th- yeah, you'd have to start getting silly after yeah. that, like putting it in hot water or something. <laughs> the standard techniques only over, using yeah. your hand and mouth. Yeah. I think I've probably done them all. There's that one with the crunchy where, again, you could hold it in that yeah. way. Yeah. You take the top off, yeah. the top layer of chocolate, mm. and then you lick from the bottom of the top to the, of the honeycomb. And you get like a groove yeah. to it. It How eventually collapses in on itself with the saliva. Yeah. And you get a much softer... <laughs> like soil erosion. <laughs> it's a bit like soil science, basically. <laughs> you said that whole thing like it's something everyone does as well. You know when you take the top layer of chocolate <laughs> of a crunchy and then you lick it like a lolly from top to bottom, just the honeycomb until it erodes? No. There was a bar called the Majestic Bar when I was young, which was just wafer chocolate paste, Nutella sort of mm. thing, wafer chocolate. And um, you'd have a your little gas fire. Do you remember from your youth? Uh-huh. Your mum and dad would have like a gas fire. Uh-huh. Yeah. You could hold it like that and, and in the, the, the hottest wafer bit would curl off and then you could just take that like that and then you could do the do you know what I mean you yeah could do the next. Peel, peel, peel off each, each layer yeah that was a fun way for did your hands not get really hot um I don't remember um yeah um being a Burns victim at any point during that process amazing if you held your hand up now and it was just grey <laughs> made of brass <laughs> when we did the boost advert during the lunch break we uh um, we had these beautiful costumes, like cowboy costumes, and we said we want to go and hunt some scorpions. What? Because we were in the Andy, in the desert, yeah. you know, like a cowboy town. And um, so they said, well, you have to take your costumes off. So we went off into these little hills in our undies, yeah, <laughs> and just in our undies, and it was really hot, like yeah. hot, yeah. hot. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, I put my undies on my head. So you're naked now? Yeah. And to cut a long story short, um, don't don't cut the long story we, short. We, no. we, you're, coming, you're naked in the desert with your pants on, you're <laughs> hunting scorpions, hunt on a scorpion hunt. And we um, Jim poked a stick in. To, we looked under a rock, yeah. and a snake came out. <laughs> <laughs> and I threw me underpants at the snake, just as a reaction. You know, fuck! Yeah, <laughs> threw um, my underpants at the snake, and. At that point, there was we, there was a load of extras there, and the leader of them suddenly appeared next to us and just saw us me naked with me underpants <laughs> on the floor. Snake had gone. Snake had gone. <laughs> Jim, Jim said serpent, serpent, <laughs> serpento, or something. And. Uh, Anyway, so we got a certain reputation yeah. after that. Yeah, for sure. It's the nearest, is this tr- true? The nearest to a meal you can have is the boost bar. 
It's got a real density yeah. to it's it. It's got a it? real density. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Have you seen the boosts that are like about that long? Yeah, yeah. What are they thinking? Yeah. I mean, that's binding people, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it, it literally is. It's taking a workforce down. Is it even a duo? It's not a duo. It's one, I don't, one I consistent think, bar. I think, James, it's a great big boost. Yeah, for adults only, eighteen. Yeah. If if you kind of like had the baguette for a rollover hot dog and did the spike, do you think you could fit that boost in there and it'd still be poking out the top? <clears throat> My instinct is it would be perfect. It would yeah. be absolutely, <laughs> what did you call that? Flush yeah, in the yeah. end of the roll. Yeah. And you'd be onto something yeah. and they'd be franchised mm -hmm. and you'd be on a yacht, smoke cigars, probably yeah. with a pet ape. Yeah. <laughs> you know, probably all they not. need to do is lob a boost and it could work, you know. Yeah. Could work. If that boost is, uh, to quote you, taking down a workforce, yeah. what's a boost in a baguette going to do? <laughs> yeah. It's going to bring all the vehicles down, yeah. isn't it? It's going to clog their engines, everything. <laughs>I like I've, um, turbot. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, man, king of the sea. It's good. It is the king, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Halibut. What would you say, prince? Yeah. Prime minister. Prince. Yeah. <laughs> the prime minister of the sea. The halibut. And I once and once only had um, a cod that had been caught the night before, uh -huh. and that was that. That was extraordinary. Mm -hmm. the, the, the difference between a fresh and a cod in the restaurant yes it's pretty it's a, it's a big big difference yeah but i'm gonna stick with me stick with your vindaloo with vindaloo yeah but you feel you feel, i can tell you, you feel sad in your eyes side you dish look quite sad a trout on the side yeah i'll let you have a trout on the side <laughs> you can have as your side dish is do you trout? mind i don't mind of course you don't. Sorry, I need to get you straight. Yeah, this is your meal, yeah, yeah, I'll have a trout, please. If you want side. a trout on the side, you'd have a trout, trout as your side dish. Do you know what would work? Because I would have my vindaloo with chips. Yeah. Yeah. And that's beginning to work now, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, one nice big flake of trout, yeah. one chip. So Tiny bit of curry sauce. Yeah. yeah. So the main course, are we saying, is chicken, chicken vindaloo. Chicken vindaloo chicken with vindaloo chips. With poppadoms and chips. Yes, thank you. Yeah. And then the side is a trout. I think this works. Yeah. 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 And you know, fuck it. Turbot. Turbot. Turbot, not a tr you want turbot sorry, on the side. Yeah. Turbot. How do you want the turbot prepared? How, how's that being cooked? Just the, like that, you know, when you just fry it, yeah. shallow fry it. Yeah. Who's caught it? Who caught the turbot? Yeah. Who caught the turbot? Who would you like to cook? Would you like it if Paul had caught it? What about Peter Beardsley? No. What, yeah. <laughs> Someone like that, you know. Yeah. Um, we know Would you like is. to only know... Oh, Lee you... Westwood. He's a golfer, isn't he? Yeah. Caught by a sportsman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a slightly fading sportsman. Yeah. What would you do if you were in a restaurant and you had a turbot and then they said, bit of a surprise, we're going to bring out the person who's caught it now and Peter Beardley came out of the kitchen? That would be amazing. Uh, all right, Bob. Uh, uh, I come down late from Newcastle, you know. You <laughs> uh, wanted this turbot. So I hope you enjoy it. Have <laughs> a nice with your curry. <laughs> so yeah, that would be great. Yeah. So thank you for that. Yeah. Thrice fried chips or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I like my northern chips in beef dripping. Thanks very much. Yeah. If that's okay, of I'll take you that. Absolutely have that. If, if you want beef dripping, please thrice fried, thrice fried, and um, 
It's a nice meal, this. Thank you. It's, 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 yeah. it's going quite well. Beardsley. Uh, you know, no, I just go now. Then I, <laughs> now I've given him a chair, but uh, he's just nicked off. <laughs> Stay, Beardsley. That's all right. Uh, it's <laughs> all right. I'll get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably what would happen is I'd eat the turbot and the chips with just a hint of curry sauce, and I'd probably leave the chicken. I can see that happening, but I'll give oh, it yeah. a go. Oh, I could really? see I could see that happening. Yeah. yeah. Maybe chicken for Beardsley. Take a bit of chicken, Peter. Yeah. All right, that's great. Thanks very much, mate, you know. Take a nice bit of chicken, rest back up, back up. <laughs> Impressions. So there you go. Good impression. In my school, um, Peter Beardsley was what we said when we didn't believe someone. It was it? Scratching your chin, the uh... whole scratching your chin thing. And we pretend we had a beard. And for, to start off with, it was beard, it was just beard. Beard, well, go, that's oh, a beard. beard And then classic. it evolved into Beardsley, and yeah. and then just full, pe- you know, just saying Peter Beardsley. And also, uh, we just pulled the beard out longer and longer, and had like curls and stuff to it. And yeah, yeah. Beard, Beardsley. We were classic, straight up, straight up Jimmy Hill at our school. Yeah, Jimmy Hill. Jimmy Hill. Did you? My mum was a teacher. Your mum? She was a cookery teacher. Oh, well, that's extremely relevant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, being a cookery teacher, um, and before that, um, a cook in a hotel, uh-huh. the last thing she wanted to do was uh, cook when she Come got home. home yeah. That's why um, I'm very keen on thinking like your bird's eye rain. Now, I was brought up on that first rush of fast food that came yeah. in the 70s, frozen mainly, fish fingers, bird's eye Codden parsley sauce, is that something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, still yeah, around. Yeah. All those things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and I suppose you get you, you get addicted to those childhood mm. diets. I, I got really got back into fish fingers during lockdown. They're good, aren't they? <laughs> so good. Like, <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, I just had a, you know, haven't really had, I didn't really have fish fingers much growing up. Really got into, like, any place that did, like, a fish finger sandwich. Yeah, I, know, like, I never turned ordering. down a fish finger sandwich. I rarely have... Sh- Fish fingers at home, but if I see fish finger sandwich on the menu, yeah. I'm having a fish you go, finger yeah, sandwich. It's, yeah, it's quite instant when you see that on the menu. Isn't yeah. It? Oh yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll take I'll that. Obviously have that. Yeah. But the one thing that irritates me about the fish finger business, yes, the, you know, I mean, on grand scale, the fish finger yeah. business, yeah, yeah, and all that, is that if you if you you, you casually go along this, the freezer section and it's a bird's eye fish fingers and you take them and then you get home and there's that little detail that you haven't spotted. That they're not codfish fingers. Okay. Have you ever been got, caught I'm out not, by that? No, I haven't been caught out by this. You can get really caught out by it. The packaging's identical, except for just that word cod before the fish fingers. Uh-huh. And then if you look at the ingredients for the non cod ones, uh-huh. it's something like various unknown fish. It's <laughs> <laughs> you know, like mystery fish. White fish, I think they call yeah, it. Various yeah, yeah. white fish. Yeah. And, um, and can you tell the difference if we blindfolded you and lined up yeah. a load of fish fingers? Could you I tell the difference? I think so instantly. Yeah. Mm. Although, you know, when it's, it's, it's interesting with them, the way that the, the marketing and the branding can interfere actually with your, almost with your taste. Mm-hmm. It's like, everyone, what's the best tomato ketchup? Yeah, I mean, You've got to say Heinz, right? Yeah, Heinz, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but in, when we were doing shooting sauce, I don't know, just for the fun of it, we used to do a, a test every week before the show, on, on the stage, you know, as part yeah. of just getting things going, um, which was Daddy's versus yeah. um, Heinz. Daddy's would always win hands down. Really? Yeah. I mean, hands down yeah. it would win. Yeah. Maybe Daddy's need to get the act to get, maybe Mummy needs to get involved. I think, <laughs> involved. I think so. 
Do you know what I mean? And sort this out because yeah. it, they've got a, a marvellous yeah. product there. They've just yeah. not marketed themselves properly. Brand name's I, awful. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to say, oh, I'd like some daddies on my chip. Yeah. Daddy's sauce, please. <laughs> yeah, daddy's sauce. Yeah. What? Yeah, I mean, they, they, it, it, it sounds dodgy. Of course, for your son, daddy's sauce is anything that's been swirled around. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you yes, know that's daddy's, daddy's sauce. special <laughs> sauce, isn't it? <laughs> Daddy swirly sauce. Yeah. So, I mean, that's something I'd encourage your readers yeah. to um, try, all the, all try, the readers a podcast. Try, try a Karamak again. Yeah. Okay. And maybe just switch to switch Daddy's to one time. It's only a little bottle of Daddy's, isn't it? So. Yeah. And do the blindfolded taste test with the fish fingers. See if yeah. you can tell. Yeah. Just take well. a little bit of care of these cod. Or yeah. Or these, yeah. The, the various mystery fish. fish. Yeah. yeah. Fish fingers are fingers as well where, like, the posher they are, the less I like them. Yeah. And I, I, I want I want orange fish fingers. Maybe you, you like the mystery fish. Maybe I like the mystery fish. Yeah. Isn't turbot something like thirty quid? It's very, per, very per, expensive. Per whatever yeah. they sell it in a pound yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Ex- it's kind of worth it though, isn't it? Yeah. Once in a blue moon. So you might have like the most expensive side dish we've had on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I'd be pleased about that. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. want gold on it or anything. Cause no. I wasn't gold being arch. Because <laughs> people, isn't there something people go to Dubai and have a beef burger that's covered in gold? There's, all, yeah. there's so much stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. There's like yeah, the world's most expensive beef burger and they've made it expensive by putting like a ring in it or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. <laughs> Put it in a bride's yeah. dress. <laughs> I like to. Do you go to wedding shops at all just to pass the time? No. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. But I think <laughs> I think it might be all right. Yeah. Just sit down and. But what do you say to them when you when, when if you were to go in there to pass the time? So mm. I just got some time to pass. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted so you to them. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. you're gonna be straight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe no, they, maybe that's weird. Maybe you should just say, "Do you mind if I have a browse?" My daughter's getting. That's married. good. I just yeah, want to yeah. um, have a look at some prices and then so, sit down. Um, yeah. Then feign a little illness. <laughs> so do you mind if I just sit down? Maybe get me a, a glass of Bovril. <laughs> and just watch the comings and goings. <laughs> All that excitement. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, we, we can, I mean, we're, we're coming on to your dessert. We could move well, the dessert into a wedding shop if... Well, wouldn't that be amazing, though, <laughs> if one couple had survived? Oh, yeah. One couple yeah. had made it, so yeah. I ate with them at their bridal fitting. That'd be exciting. I mean, before we get there, though, we've got your dream drink. Oh, sorry, yeah. And you mentioned Bovril just now. Bovril, I loved it. Do you know, the other day, um, I went in a hot tub, yeah, and had a... <laughs> And so, and had two sausages and a glass of bovril. <laughs> and I, I mean, isn't that something? Yeah, absolutely is. I was I was with um, Paul Whitehouse on one of our and we rent a country, you know, Airbnb. Yeah. And there's a lot of them have got hot tubs. Yeah, yeah. These days, and I really like bovril of an afternoon. Yeah. Black and white movie. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you seen the movie Barbara? 2012 is the year of release. Not, no. Um, not Barbara. <laughs> it's not a film from the 70s called Barbara 2012. No. no. Like, a, um, like a, a futuristic erotic thriller. <laughs> it's, a, it's a super. And I, I don't often say super. Yeah. You know, I think it's yeah. overused. Yeah. It's a super film. Yeah. yeah. And, but a very much an afternoon film. Close the curtains and have a bovril. Put your slipper socks on. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I recommend that if anyone's not doing anything this Sunday. You, 
you own slipper socks? I have owned them. Yeah. I um oh, I haven't got them on today. I, I I wear um slippers all the time. Right. Um I found a slipper that had a label on that said suitable for light outdoor use. Uh-huh. And it, it is. So you wear <laughs> slippers in place of shoes most of the time? Yeah, if you... Yeah. It's very rare that I have shoes on, very yeah. rare. But. And you just like how they feel, comfy? I suffer from um, rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. And um, it makes... With your feet, it makes it feel like you're walking on marbles sort of thing. It's not, right. not very nice. And these, these shoes... Actually, they're called shoes. <laughs> so, yeah, when I think about it, they're called dude shoes. I'm not advertising. I'm dude saying, shoes? D-U-D-E. Yeah. And they've got, I mean, I'm a sucker for this sort of thing. It says they've got patented soul technology. Right. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, when you get to my age, there's a lot of marketing is aimed at comfort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. skin itching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I discovered this patented, Australian, which is quite quirky, isn't it? Spanish shoes, Italian yeah. shoes. Yeah, but Australian shoes, you don't. And um, I mean, they're delightful. They're, they are super. The dude shoes. The dude shoes, yeah. It's uh, actually called the dude farty, and it's it combines uh, indoor outdoor, but with an indoor bent. You know, comfort TV watching. Yeah. And the, but you just go outside. So you could wear them twenty four seven. You don't. Need I do to wear them twenty four seven. Yeah. Do you take them off for bedtime or anything? I, or? Sorry, you're right. <laughs> I do take them off for bedtime. Yeah. No, and, I sleep and in them. Baths and stuff. You take them off. Right? I crawl yeah. into them. And I'm just, <laughs> Are we just glossing over the fact dude that... Dude farty? Yeah, are yeah, we just going to leave the fact that, that, that Bob wears shoes that are called dude farty? Dude farty. <laughs> They're very, really nice. Yeah. You know, I, the, the younger set probably wouldn't wear them outdoors, but you'd enjoy your indoor time a better. Yeah. We've also moved quite far away from you being in a hot tub, uh, having a glass of Bob. Yeah, we've really sausages. got a track back over all this. Yes. We, we've got to dude farty, which obviously I think is hilarious, but like... <laughs> You were in a hot tub of Paul Whitehouse eating he two sausages get, and he some wouldn't get in He wouldn't get in on account of the sausages. <laughs> okay, so you were, you were already in there. I was already in there eating two sausages. Now, are you eating them on a plate? Are you eating them? They were on a plate. Just uh, there was actually four sausages yes. on a white plate on the like the rim of the tub. Yeah, and onto my left hand a, gl- a glass of. Uh, Bovril. Yes. Because that's all we could find was a glass. Yeah. You know, sometimes, you know, cupboards, but I couldn't. Yeah. yeah there yeah, was yeah. cups everywhere, but I just couldn't yeah. find them. Yeah. And um, he came, he arrived after me, yeah. and I was in the hot tub. Already so there. this is what he arrived to? He arrived to it. I said, <laughs> get in, Paul. And he seemed like he was up for it. Then he saw four sausages, and something about that t- turned him, and he wouldn't get in. I did re- rather uh, pleasantly to try and entice him. I took a sausage yes. and I floated in the hot tub yeah. Yeah? and then I put it up my belly, <laughs> then raised my belly up. I said, come on, Paul, come on, let's have a savoury dip. <laughs> but he wasn't to be persuaded. So no, fair enough. They're very, very hot. You would say, no, you, 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 um, you, you, you like alter the heat. Mm. It'll have a control on it. Yeah. But this one just had on and off, mm. as far as I yeah. could tell. And it was hot. And it was a very hot day. And you were drinking hot and drinking bottle and hot sausages. The sausages were hot. Still yeah. had a bit so of warmth were, to them, yeah. You were putting hot stuff into your body yeah. while in a hot tub. Yeah. On a hot day. <laughs> on a hot day, yeah. Sometimes, you know, it's, didn't your parents ever say, sometimes it's good to sweat it out. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But um, here I am now, um, loving life. <laughs>
So Bovril is your dream drink for this No, period. no, thank you. Oh, it's not. Sorry. No, <laughs> no I, it, because it's curry, it has to be um, very cold beer. I'm sad to say, no, not sad at all. I'm going to be proud of it. I really do like craft beers mm-hmm. with American hops. I love them. I have them every night, seven nights, 24, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I enjoy it very much. Any particular ones that do you do you like to have a range? Do you like to try new ones, or is there well, one go-to? There's one that I'm addicted to, mm-hmm. but it's made by a company that um, everyone uh, hates now. Right. So, so I don't like to say it. <laughs> don't want to be uh, have that association. But I, I did do some uh, some brewing with um, a brewery called Alpha State in Kent. Just one um, young lad. It's like got a lean to. I believe him to be the best brewer in the country. I did a couple of beers with him, Retail Park and Kiss the Alderman. Yeah. And um, they were, they're really, he's so classy. I, I, he was in the army. Yeah. Um, and uh, left the army. Why was, well, the army was, I, I think, was important because his first tour of duty, or is that just a game? <laughs> <laughs> his first tour of duty yeah that's a thing that's yeah. a thing his first tour of duty was like Croatia Bosnia or something like that yeah and the first job he was given was to go and shoot all the uh, stray dogs oh my god and I, th- I can't quite tie it together but I think that's the start of his journey to be to brewing <laughs> to brewing on his own in the Kent countryside so but the thing is he's uh, he brews his beers extraordinary. Yeah. Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he, it's almost worth it. Well, it sells like that. Yeah. It's yeah, yeah. sold before he makes yeah, yeah. it. If you get one, you're done good. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And that, that gives an extra twist, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so the ones that you brewed with him, yeah. Retail Park and Kiss the Alderman. Yeah. What particular, were they a particular style? Kiss the Alderman was one of these um, dark, you know, like not Guinness, but do they have a name for them? Like, like a stout? stout? Like a stout, yeah. I think I think you call it a stout. It was vanilla, coffee, and chocolate. And it was just a joy, because mm-hmm. I think we all think that these, like, craft breweries are really is the real deal. 99.9% of them aren't. They're using hot pallets, flavourings. Right, and so yeah. He sits there, scraping the vanilla beans out, making hot chocolate and stuff to put in it. Wow. So you know you feel you're getting a real yeah yeah like a, a a product that some hours have been put in yeah you know a whole bucket of vanilla seeds is a lot of work wow so to have one of his but it's it is it's one of the it's like a, a scientific shame that you can't get colder than the, there's a point isn't there yeah I don't know what it is but if the coldest beer let's say it's would it be zero degrees or I guess something? So. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Isn't it such a shame you can't get to you want minus like, 20 or something? Yeah. Without it being frozen. Without it, yeah, it's a shame, yeah. isn't it? Maybe there's a little shape they could put in it, a little plastic something that stops it freezing. Right. A little plastic shape. Yeah. Well, we could do, I mean, this is the dream restaurant. We can get that plastic shape. If you want that for your dream. We can put it in and we can bring you minus 20 beer. Minus 20 a citrusy IPA. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Imagine the hit you get from, a, you know, you're talking about those like life-changing texts. Yeah. Imagine if you didn't know it, but I'd just given you like a minus 20 degree to have with your curry. A citrusy IPA. 
Wow. Wow. That'd hit you. Yeah. That would hit you, yeah. That yeah, would yeah. remind you to enjoy yourself, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm, I'm kind of interested in uh, knocking up that boost bar um, baguette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, but I can tell. Since, <laughs> you're still, it's been on since, your mind. Since we mentioned it, I can, I can tell it's been knocking around in your head and you've been thinking about it. Yeah. Because yeah. that gooey stuff in a boost would yeah. melt. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, it would Interestingly. Be nice in the, it'd be like a bit of a, like extravagant... Also dirty pan of chocolate. Oh, to be yeah. honest, yeah. Yeah. So I'd would you that. would you put it in a hot the hot baguette would be hot. Yeah. So what would normally happen on the rollover hot dog stand? You got warm baguettes. The spike is very hot. So when yeah. you put it into the spike, that warms that inside the inner, of it. The inner, yeah. So if you put the boost in the inside, I think it would it's melt a bit, but it wouldn't melt completely. And obviously so the would, biscuit's not going to melt. So the biscuit won't the, melt. Which is a good thing. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. the boost would still maintain, like, it would still, it wouldn't, like, completely go, you know. I think its power would only increase. I think its power would only increase, actually. To, yeah. You know, honestly, the slightly melty gunge. Yeah. Um, the chocolate melting. Maybe 10 seconds in the microwave. Maybe, or in a pan, like a panini toaster. Maybe. Would you be against that? The I wouldn't toaster? be against that. I would yeah, not yeah. be against that. I'm worried about what it would do to the shape, but... Well, yeah, because yeah. you, sort of, you do need the shape because one of the joys of this Boost Baguette is it is flush. We've yeah. talked about <laughs> that. Yeah, and if yeah. you melt the Boost completely, that really loses the effect of the, the oh, flushness. Fuck. Maybe there's a stopper that you put in. Yeah. <laughs> My pudding, would you like to know? Yes, we're in the... Uh, the wedding shop. <laughs> wedding shop. She's just come in with a mum. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe an aunt. Yeah. I think there's usually a bit of a, a gaggle, isn't there? Yeah. People. It's an interesting yeah. day. Amazing. Like it's basically net curtains, isn't it? <laughs> in it, isn't it? A lot of them. The dresses. Yeah. But I should imagine. I have no idea. But you take your first look at a price, and it's probably like. 900 quid or something yeah 1700 yeah. quid yeah so that's interesting see the reaction just, so you want to be there for the first reaction of the price you definitely that would be interesting because yeah. there's a lot going on between mother and daughter there, isn't mm-hmm, there? Mm-hmm. the pressure for it to be such a happy moment yeah yeah, yeah. and then they're like who's that man in the corner yeah <laughs> <laughs> sitting down <laughs> watching it watching so it yeah he's just a bit ill he's got the runs <laughs> As he steadily pushes a boost bar into a baguette, into a hollowed out baguette, look, looking over at the. So I'm going to choose um, syrup sponge pudding with custard. I've always loved it. Lovely. Does everyone choose that? No. no. It's no. the first time we've had it um, on, on the podcast, but it is, it is delicious. And uh, as you said it, I thought, yeah. Sounds like Bob would like a syrup sponge pudding with oh, custard. I'd love that, yeah. It's, but, but that would be my favourite course, yeah. I think. Yeah, good on you. It's all building. It's all building up to this. It's all building Absolutely. up yeah. to that. Yeah. Like in the old days, there was this. There was like the syrup suet pudding. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's delicious. But yeah. I'll go syrup sponge because my wife makes. Uh, I'm going to use that word superb one again. I am so surprised that I thought I thought that was the UK's go-to pudding. Am I well, we right? have we. I, I guess it, it's like a variation on a sticky toffee, right? We've had sticky toffee before. It's right. a similar sort of. Thing in yeah. steamed is it? Would it be steamed or is that the suet one that's? Steamed? That's the suet one, right? That's okay, yeah, I yeah. think I'll just take sponge. The lovely sponge, yeah. Yeah, and that does surprise me. I think that uh, you know, there's a bowl of ice cream. I'm just thinking that all these put it, you know, like a creme brulee. Yeah, and they're there over there. It's a steaming syrup sponge pudding. 
It doesn't seem like any competition to me. No. Yeah. That, that, that's but always they, the best one. Because when, when Ed said sticky toffee pudding there, you kind of did a face, was like, it's not the same. No. no not for me. You weren't happy with that. No, it's not a plain sponge, is it? It's always quite a dark sponge. Yes. And, always quite um, like raisins in it. And stuff yeah. Sometimes, yeah. No, you just want, it's a plain sponge with the syrup on it. Yeah. And then hot custard. Do you know, I don't mind if the syrup's, if the custard's a bit cold. Yeah. Mm. It's, it can be quite interesting. Minus 20. <laughs> can you freeze custard? That could be interesting. I'm sure it. you can freeze custard. Must yeah, be able to freeze a custard. cube of cust- frozen custard yeah. on top in the no, pop it in your mouth. Oh yeah, yeah. get on the train and just think, <laughs> and you know, like every no one would know you. Whether, <laughs> yeah, no one would even know, and it would just oh, develop good. across the train journey. Yeah, just turn into custard. Yeah, yeah. yeah as, you, as you pass Seven Oaks, and then. <laughs> Just, just to surprise someone, the person sitting opposite you, yeah. you just open your mouth and let the custard <laughs> pour out. They wouldn't be expecting that. They would not be expecting <laughs> custard. Yeah, if you could, if you could properly do experiments, so you put the cube of custard in your mouth when you get on the train, yes. and you know that by the time you arrive at your stop, you swallow as the doors open and you've just swallowed a full mouthful of custard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Could be perfect. Maybe with a slice of apple that softens on your journey to Seven Oaks. Yeah, so the whole thing could like yeah, yeah. Basically, you don't want to fill your mouth with stuff on the train. I guess. I guess that's, <laughs> more people would know then, wouldn't if if you had a full mouth of stuff. Yes, I suppose all I'm saying really is is really is have a spoon of baby food, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, and then let it drip out of your mouth <laughs> when you get to London Bridge. <laughs> Is the syrup golden syrup? I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. My wife uses golden syrup, yeah. What's what's the story about the on the on the tin of golden syrup? The lion. The, the lion. What, yeah. what what what's the story behind the lion? I wish I knew. It's Tate and Lyle. Tate and Lyle, right? Yeah. Is there a story? There's the drawing of the lion, and I think it's like there's like a story. It might be like, you know, the lion having like a, a, a Fawn in its paw. I think you're right. There is a story. And someone takes yeah. the, the, the from the fable. Yeah, there's something like that. Or I think it's, you're right. Yeah. I think that it's it's representing one of those stories. Benito's nodding his head. Is it that Benito? It's the lion and the bee story. I don't know that story. No. So James, would... please tell us the lion and the bee story. Well, from what <laughs> I know, which is only the title, I'm imagining that the bee stings the lion. Yeah. Yeah. It leaves its stinger in the lion's paw. Yeah. The lion then looks for help, and then a man finds the lion and removes the stinger from the paw to help the lion, and then the two of them agree to get revenge on the bees. Right. And then they find where the beehive is, and they kill all of the bees, and they seal the honey from the beehive and make syrup out of it. And that's how we get Lyle's golden syrup. I think that works. The only thing I was thinking is... Maybe they don't kill the bees yes. because they find the syrup. Right. Do you know, realize just to it. make it a bit nice. Yeah. So it's not like a massacre. At the because it took a nasty turn. Yeah, yeah, it took a nasty turn. <laughs> Why does the man have to be there? Someone's got to help the lion get the bee sting out of its paw. Mm. Did you not like It just the... seems a shame to introduce a man to the fables because quite often it's, mm. it's just the animals. It's just the it? animals. Yeah. So maybe uh, something else with opposable thumbs, just like a, a, a monkey. <laughs> yeah, a monkey. The yeah. ape from your... Someone's have you seen those bit... very sad um, wildlife films where they put a bit of... Uh, sugar or honey in the tr- hole in the tree to catch monkeys. No, because the, the the monkey goes. It, they're really sad. The monkey goes in, yeah, like that, and grabs the. I think it's honey. Or, there's something they yeah. put in there, something yeah. that entices the monkey, and they grab it, and then they can't get their hand out, and they don't let go. 
Oh. It's really awful. Who's, so. who's they? Who does that to the monkey? Uh, locals. That's who it is, the locals. <laughs> Bob, I'm going to read back your menu you. to you, see how you feel about it. Um, uh, water, you want a bottle of still water. Uh, problems of bread, you want uh, the, the crusts, the lukewarm crusts. Thank you. With some olive oil. Starter, Odeon Cinema hot dog, ketchup and mustard, swelled by your own finger. Main course, a perfect vindaloo with uh, poppadoms and chips. Side dish, turbot, shallow fried. Yeah. Drink. Minus 20 degree citrus IPA. Thank you. Mm. Uh, dessert. Civet sponge pudding with custard. Made by your wife? Made by my wife. Thank you. And you know what? I think at the end, just, you know, if you want to walk home and have the boost baguette. You'd allow that. I'll allow yeah. that. Thank you. And maybe a cube of frozen custard in your a mouth. Cube, as well. Yeah. A cube of frozen custard in just for the train home. Get Thank home. you very much. Yeah. The, the hot tub's already fired up. Yeah, <laughs> sausages are sizzling. <laughs> the bovril's brewing. It's a very neglected drink. The bovril. Have you ever made the error of trying to make a beefy drink from marmite? No, that's a horror. I love marmite. Well, yeah. you had to. We're big Taskmaster fans, Ed and I. Mm-hmm. You had to make your own marmite, didn't you? Yeah, on Taskmaster. Yeah, had a go. Had a go. You did all right, didn't you? Win that one? Um, I, I don't task? know. I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I think you did quite well. She started with something like bovril. I think I did, yeah. I think you did. I'm, yeah. a, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a hardcore fan of it. My fiance uh, works in television. She used to be a runner. She started out being a runner. She always loved it if she worked on a show that you were on, Bob, because you'd uh, drive yourself there and then drive yourself home. Yeah, always and do. And at the yeah. end, you'd just be like, thank you very much, bye-bye, and hop in your car and go. No bother whatsoever. <laughs> I hope I'm no bother. No, you absolutely I are. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like car journeys on your own. Yeah, with not. Your, with your car meets and your car snacks. Yeah, your car meets. Put the radio on. Oh, I was about to wrap up, and then you've mentioned car meets. The number one car meet is the Scotch egg. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it is. Yeah. It's circular, yeah. it's uh, manageable, yeah. um, slips out of the packet easy. Yeah. I stopped the other day on a long journey to get my car meet, and Marks and Spencer's of now, there's a bit of this going on across food for me, for an old timer, yeah. is the scotch egg, they've made it into some sort of chilli, spicy mm. right. coating. Do you know, a lot of yeah, foods yeah. are getting this, and I just want to... try to jazz it all up a bit. Yeah, yeah. which is disappointing. Mm-hmm. Um, Pepperami, pork I'm, I'm with you on the scotch egg as well. Similar to the fish fingers. The posher they get, the less I like them. Mm. For sure, but yeah. scotch egg, again, I want it orange. I do like a posh scotch egg, maybe in a gastro pub or yeah, somewhere sure. like that, where it comes hot, hot yeah, and it's yeah. runny in the middle. Oh, yeah. I yeah. do like that. But Plenty. that's obviously, you don't want that in the car. That would be a nightmare if you've got a hot, runny egg. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't like that. No. The wife bought me two scotch eggs the other week. Have you come across these? And they're cold, you know, mm. scotch egg, but the egg's runny in the middle. I've not had a cold one with what? runny egg. Yeah, no. they've, they've somehow um, got the technology to create that now. Wow. I hated it. I got a shock. <laughs> if you're not expecting. Do you know that the, uh, one of the... When I, was, when I was young, someone at school put a scoop of potato in me pudding that was, <laughs> that was covered, a scoop of mashed potato that was covered by custard. And I ate that. And I instantly spewed my guts up. It was, a, but it, I think I think it's to do with the expectation, you know, like what the 
Yeah, but you were what? You were sick immediately. Immediately <laughs> sick. And is that, no, I promise you. Immediately, it's like my body, my body, or my mind, or whatever. Yeah. Like, no, get get yeah. that get out. out. Get that out quick. Yeah. Um, and the pork pie, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I'm big. I'm a big fan of the Ginster's um, standard Cornish, Cornish pasty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not strictly car meat, but it's car. Sure. Well, there's a meat content. There's meat content. Yeah. Somewhere. Well, these are all meat content meat. things. So, that, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. there's, uh, they're not all like, because when you said car meat, I was imagining you with a pack of ham or sliced beef. Yeah. Just, yeah. No, you can, ham, ham's very good as pocket meat. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you've got the pockets that I've got, you know, the slender package. Yeah. You can just open the top bit, yeah. slide your hand in, <laughs> pull out a slice, move on with your life. Yeah. The, um, <laughs> Yeah, pocket meets car meets are important stuff. You know, you go to the Arsenal football ground, mm. you open your hot dog, mm-hmm. and it just spills out this salty brine. <laughs> and you say, don't worry, son, wipe your tears away. Look in dad's pocket. <laughs> and there it is choice of pork pie, yeah. pepperoni, or a, or a ham slice. A cold chicken, quarter is nice in a car. A quarter chicken? Yeah, it's nice in a car. On the bone? On the bone, yeah. <laughs> so would you just be holding, yeah. eating it like yes, Henry VIII? Like Henry VIII yeah. is going up the A1. <laughs> <laughs> and again, it's just quite a nice smug feeling walking down, let's say, Tooley Street. Yeah. Just passing strangers, avoiding eye contact, but with a little smile on your face, because you know you've got meat in your pocket. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I'd enjoy that meal very much, I think. I think I did okay. Well, there we are, James. Mm. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Yummy, yummy, yummy. I mean, some yummy, yummy, yummy. Sure. Some not so yummy, yummy, yummy. Well, luckily, the things that he described that sounded really gross didn't end up on the menu. Yeah, that's true. And uh, the menu itself, I think, very nice. I would eat that whole menu. Yeah. Fine. Um, Shout out for the Odeon hot dog. Shout out to the Odeon hot dog. I've never had it myself. Maybe I will next time. I do want hot dogs now. Mm-hmm. It very rarely I do a hot dog evening at home. I think that might be the first hot dog we've had on the podcast. I think it might be. Quite exciting. As a kid, I think hot dog seems like one of the main foods. Yeah. I, 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 as you grow up, less and less so. I love the caramelised onions in it. And it's oh, not the yeah. sort of hot dog that Bob was talking sure. about necessarily, but I do. It reminds me of fireworks night. Yep. Ah, oh, caramelised onions on the hot dog. Definitely as a kid, no way. Didn't want it at all. Yeah. As an adult. Yes, please. All about as it. As much as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. Yeah. Love yeah. it. Well, thank you, Bob, uh, for coming in to the Dream Restaurant. Thank you, Bob. Uh, Bob's book, And Away, is out on the 16th of September. Go and get it. Go and get it. Read every page, read every word. Yes, yes, please. Uh, I'm on tour. Show's called Electric. Starts in Feb 22. Edgamble.co.uk for tickets. Anything you want to plug, James? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to plug um, Electric Ed Gamble. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Coming out soon. I should probably also say that I mentioned some tongue that I was sent, and that was from fine food specialists who do a range of all of that sort of stuff. They sent me a tongue, uh, and they've got loads of other amazing stuff. I had a little perv on their website they've got yeah. some pretty incredible stuff on there also a little message to bob mortimer if he's listening to this episode you've left a tenor in in, in the yes. room we, we this is one of the first ones we've done in person uh in some time and uh bob came in and he's gone home now uh but he left 
10 pounds uh, on the floor it fell out of his pocket i guess yes uh, so bob you know if you want to uh, collect this from the great benito's offices please come down i'd imagine though bob uh, is probably not probably not necessarily worth your while to travel here to pick up the tenor again it'll probably cost you more in travel to get here but then you know when he travels here you know what you can do Pop a cube in his mouth. Pop a cube. Pop a, pop a custard cube. Pop a I custard think there's cube. going to be lots of experiments for no context off menu to do. Yeah, loads of experiments. I mean, sometimes the no context person actually does these things for real that yeah. people conjure up with their minds. So putting a boost in a baguette, yes. I'd love to see it. Yeah. Um, I'd love to Frozen see the custard, custard cube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like there's, there's a few things there. Um, I imagine he's going to be taking a photo of some ham in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Also, very luckily, yes. Bob didn't say Fisherman's Friends. Thank you for not saying Fisherman's Friends, Bob. Really appreciate that. Because um, otherwise, oh, we wouldn't have got to hear about the, the, the car meet at the end. Yeah. We wouldn't have got to the end. Car meet. I really want a Scotch egg. I really want some fish fingers. I want a fish finger sandwich so bad. I'm going to try it. I mean, literally, as soon as we finish this, I'm going to Google fish finger sandwiches near me. I don't think that's ever been Googled before. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that's the first. Ah, it's a Google whack. Yeah, it's a Google whack. Thank you, Dave Gorman. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the Off Menu Podcast. As always, we will see you next week. Keep munching. Stop crunching. Hello, I'm Lee Sanders, and if you've enjoyed this podcast, you might like my podcast, Cuddle Club. It's about cuddling, yes, but really it's just a way into relationships and asking cheeky questions like who was your mum's favourite and uh, when were you last unfaithful? Previous guests include Alan Davies, Ashling B, Catherine Mayan, Rich Dosman, Ed Gamble, Nish Kumar, and other legends. Get it on Acast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your all podcasts. And remember to CC everybody in if CC stands for Cuddle Club. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hello, it's Rob Orton here. Now, I've got a podcast called the Rob Orton Daily Podcast. It's a short poem or story or a musing on a particular subject every single day. What if you commissioned Picasso to paint your house and he just painted it white? Would you be annoyed? Wouldn't it be good if you could pour Miracle Grow onto other things, such as pizzas? Have you ever thought about what a beach might be like if it was made from digestive biscuits? Have you ever tried to cry about something you're not thinking about? If you would like to listen to a daily podcast that includes subjects I've mentioned there, then please listen to the Rob Orton Daily Podcast.